Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Ujima Spirit Podcast. I am your host, Tika Taylor. Today's topic is being a blessing to someone else. I know that we all at one time have heard people claim to be blessed, especially religious people, people who believe in some type of religious document or doctrine or propaganda. A lot of them will be so quick to tell you, I am blessed. I am so blessed. Yes, the Lord has blessed me. Oh, God has been good to me. And everything is beautiful and wonderful. Now, that's okay. That is definitely a blessing for everything to be great and wonderful. Now, the most important thing is if you have been blessed, you've been blessed. You've been blessed by a God. You've been blessed by an individual. You've been blessed by a company. You've been blessed by an organization. Now, the next question is, what are you going to do with that blessing? Are you going to be a blessing for someone else? Now, unfortunately, a lot of these people who are just bragging about being so blessed, a lot of them forget that they are now in the position to be a blessing to someone else. Because if you didn't have anything and someone bestowed upon you something, obviously if you're blessed with something, it's not something that you earn. It's not something that you work for. It's not something that you strive to obtain. It is a gift. A blessing is basically a gift. That's what a blessing is. So let's talk about different blessings that you can get. Okay, someone can bless you in an opportunity. Opportunities. It could be an opportunity to gain wealth. An opportunity for you to gain wealth is not something that you work hard for. It's not something that you went and you were seeking that. It's not something that you that you went looking for. It's something that was given to you. Someone came along and told you, hey, I got an opportunity for you. Here it is. You didn't have to exert any type of effort. You did not have to lift a finger. You didn't have to walk a mile. You didn't have to walk even a step. Someone came to you. And gave you an opportunity. Told you about an opportunity. Say, hey, this is where you go and you're going to do this. This is what you need to do that. An opportunity could be in a form of knowledge. Someone can literally tell you something. They're giving you information. So opportunity doesn't just have to be someone physically handing you something concrete, something material. Someone giving you money, somebody giving you a job or somebody giving you material wealth or somebody giving you a house, somebody giving you property, a car, a package, furniture, jewelry. You know, an opportunity doesn't always have to be somebody giving you something concrete, tangible. An opportunity could be someone giving you information You're giving somebody valuable information, something that they can use to earn something, to gain something, to build wealth. Somebody can give you information, important 
pertinent information. Something that can transform your life. That is an opportunity. An opportunity to know something that you didn't know before. Somebody can give you wealth building information. Somebody can give you information to better your health physically. To help you maintain your health. Someone can give you information to improve your self-esteem. Someone could give you information to help you understand how life functions, the purpose of life. Information on how to make yourself a better person, how to apply yourself, how to utilize your talents and your abilities to enhance yourself. Someone can help you tap into your creativity. Someone can help you develop your talents. All those things are opportunities that are given to you. And if you say that you are blessed, that means that somebody gave you free of charge at no cost to you. You didn't have to pay anything. No expenses were incurred as a result of you getting this thing. Somebody gave you something. Somebody was a blessing to you. Now, if somebody was a blessing to you, they gave you opportunity, they gave you information, they gave you wisdom, they gave you knowledge, they gave you something. Now, can you be an opportunity for somebody else? Can you serve as a person that's going to give an opportunity to somebody else? Now, if somebody gave it to you, why can't you be a blessing? Because a lot of people believe in, religious people believe in paying tithes. They believe in giving 10% of their earnings to the church, to the mosque, or to, you know, the temple. Whatever it is that they belong to, whatever religious institution that they belong to, religious organization that they belong to, they believe in giving something back to that particular agency. Now, let's, let's, let's look at this. Can you give that 10% to somebody else? The same way that someone was a blessing to you as an individual, can you be a blessing to somebody else who's an individual? You don't have to give that to an organization, to an agency. You can literally find someone who needs something and be a blessing to them. And what's wrong with you doing that? Be a blessing to somebody else. If you were given something free of charge, why can't you give somebody else a piece of what you got? Why not give that 10% to somebody else? Somebody gave you a plate of food. Can you give somebody else a piece of bread? Can you give somebody else a cup of water? Now, if you don't have anything material to give somebody, can you give that person a kind word? Can you give them a word of encouragement? Can you inspire them? Can you uplift their spirit? Can you help them see past this moment into a better future? Can you just give them a hug if that's possible? Can you pat them on the back? Can you shake their hand? Can you lift them up from the ground with a kind word? Now, whatever you can do to be a blessing to somebody else, please be that. 
The same way that someone was a blessing to you. Now, a lot of people like to give God the credit. And I'm not telling you not to give God credit if that's what you believe in. You believe in the creator. You believe in spirit. You believe in the divine. You believe in the universe. Whatever you believe in. If you believe that that thing, that item, that person, that entity, that concept, that idea gave you something. Now, that something was given to you. You could also share that something. And if you can't share that something that was given to you, you have something that you can give to somebody else. It's like somebody bless you with a brand new car. Now, your old beat-up car, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to just give it to the junkyard? Maybe you can find someone who needs that car and give it to them. Hey, I got a brand new car. Here's my car. I don't need it. And be honest with them and let them know what's wrong with it. I'm giving you a car, but it has this problem, that problem, that problem. Do you want it? Because I want to be a blessing to you. Somebody gave me something. I want to give you something. I don't have anything other than this. Do you want that? And if that person don't mind taking on that responsibility or even burden, if they don't mind, then okay. Now, if the car is totally wrecked, of course, you're not going to give it to anybody because they can't use it. It's not practical. Now, you're going to give somebody something that's practical. The same way that somebody gave you something that was practical, someone that was used, something that was useful and valuable, something that they can use, you do the same. Now, it makes no sense when people give other people junk. Why are you giving other people your junk? If you have something that's worthless, it's useless, it doesn't work, it's no good. Why would you want to give that to somebody else? That's not being a blessing. That's being a curse. That's being a curse. Don't give me something that's going to create a problem for me. Don't give me something that's going to hurt me and harm me and cause me to lose money, lose sleep. That's going to be a headache for me. That's going to make me worry. That don't make no sense. Now, if you're going to give me something, give me something that's valuable, something that's usable, something that's practical, something that's necessary for me, something that I can use. Now, some people want to bless people, but they want to bless people with things people don't need. Somebody talk to me now. Talk to me. Why are you giving somebody something that they don't need? Now, if I come to you and I ask you for a cup of water, can I please have a cup of water? And you're going to decide, well, I don't want to give you no water. I'm going to give you some socks. And I'm sitting here right in front of you, thirsty. I'm thirsty. I need water. I'm asking you for water. But you don't want to bless me with what I need, which is water. You want to give me some socks. Right now, I don't need socks. It's not imperative. It's not necessary. It's not important for me to get some socks right now. I need to drink some water. So people, when we want to be a blessing to people, we got to make sure that we give people what they need. Now, we can't always give people what they need. Sometimes we just give them what we have. I understand that. But if you're in the position to give somebody something that they need, please, by all means, give them what they need. If they're homeless right now, they need a place to stay. 
Don't just give them a plate of food. Yes, it's nice to have a plate of food. But if you are in the position to give them a place to stay, you have a house that nobody's using. You can you have money to help them get into a house. You can go help them get into a special program for housing. Please give people what they need. Be a blessing to people and give them what they need, not what you want to give them. Because a lot of times people want to give people things that they want to give them. I want you to have this. But ma'am, I I don't need that right now. I need this. And then we get mad when people don't appreciate what we give them. Because that's not what they need. That's not what they need. If a person needs clothes and you're giving them a book bag. They don't need a book bag. They need clothes. You need to give them what they need. If you can afford it, if you can provide that, give them what they need. Somebody need a ride to work and you want to give them a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You want to give them, you know, a book, go read about something and they need a ride to work. So they won't lose their job. Now, if you can't give them a ride, give them the money to catch the bus. Give them the money to catch an Uber or a Lyft. If you can't personally provide the transportation for them, that's understandable. But give them what they need. Be a blessing to people. Give them what they need. Don't give them what you want them to have because you're being selfish. You're not giving with a good heart. A lot of people give people, they don't give them with good intentions. Sometimes people give people things in order to manipulate and control them. In order to throw it back in their face. Oh, you remember that I gave you that? So I want you to do this for me. I want you to give me that. A lot of people take advantage of people when they're down and out. When a person is needy, they try to manipulate and try to control that person in order to get them to do what they want them to do. Because that person is in the position of being needy and maybe they're helpless or even powerless they really don't have they're in a state of deprivation they don't have and unfortunately a lot of people take advantage of people they exploit them and use them if you're in a position to give somebody something why are you exploiting them if you can have somebody here here's a meal why you have them work seven hours just to give them a peanut butter and jelly sandwich it makes no sense Why you have them work for 10 hours and give them $5? When you're in the position, you know, to give them $100 for that 10 hours that they just work. You have the money. Somebody bless you, but yet you don't want to be a blessing for somebody else. You don't want to be a blessing for somebody else. You want to use and exploit people and walk around telling people how blessed you are. How blessed are you? How blessed are you when you cannot be a blessing to somebody else? You're not a blessing. You're a freaking curse. That's what you are. If you are in the position that you have so much, that you've been given so much, but yet you can't even help somebody else out. I'm not telling you to give everything away. I'm not telling you to waste what you have. I'm not telling you to give to people who don't appreciate it. For people who are not going to use it. So for people who are going to waste it, I'm not saying that. But if you identify someone who needs help, 
someone who's asking you for help and it's a legitimate cause, why not give? Be a blessing. Be a blessing to someone else if you've been blessed. Now, we have to understand the law of reciprocity. The law of reciprocity is give and take. You have to learn how to give and you have to learn how to receive. Now, some people have no problem in receiving, but they don't want to give. Some people don't mind giving, but they don't want to receive. So either way, it's not good. The law of reciprocity is a give and take. We have to learn how to give and take. How little, how small, how big, how huge. It doesn't matter. It's a give and take. I give and I take. I take and I give. It is balance. Whenever you're giving, it's going to come back to you. Whenever you take, you should expect to give. It's a give and it's a take. It's the law of reciprocity. The law of generosity. You have to be kind. You have to practice being generous to other people. It's a give and a take. And it makes no sense when people give people who already have everything. It makes no sense when a person give someone who have everything. If you're rich and you can afford any and everything, why am I giving you? I mean, I can give you something that's non-tangible. I can give you love. I can give you attention. I can give you affection. But hey, I go buy you a million dollar watch. I mean, you can afford a million dollar watch. You don't care about that. You may need something that I cannot buy which may be my love, my attention, my wisdom, my compassionate, my understanding, my support. But someone who need, who's in need of something material that you can give, but yet you don't want to give it to them because you don't think they're worthy of it because they don't have nothing. A lot of times people want to give people to impress them. They give somebody something of value because, not because they need it, but because they want to impress them. They want them to like them. They want them to think highly of them. They want to look good. They want to impress. But in reality, that's not the purpose of giving. That's not the law of reciprocity. Reciprocity is giving when it's needed. When it's wanted. When it's a good thing. You could give somebody something and they don't need it. And they don't want it. You know, it's a waste. It's a waste of your time. It's a waste of your energy to give somebody something that's not wanted, that's not needed. And to give with the wrong intention. You're not giving just to be giving or you're not giving to be a blessing. You're giving because you just want something back. You're giving because you want something in return. There's a hidden motive behind your gesture. And when you do that, of course, it's deception. You're giving something to manipulate somebody to get something that you want to get. That's deceptive. That's not good. It's not adhering to the law of, of reciprocity. It's a give and a take, a free will, give and take. There's no hidden motive. There's no, you know, uh, uh, manipulation. There's no deception. You're not trying to mess with nobody. You're not trying to get something for nothing. You're literally giving because you want to give. 
because there's a need for it. So we really have to look at our motives when we give. Why am I giving? Am I getting just giving just to get something? Am I giving to get a good reputation? To make people like me or to everybody know my name? Some people like to give the charity because, you know, their name is announced. So-and-so gave this amount. They put a plaque on the wall to show that you gave. Or they give you some type of credit or acclamation because you gave. Some people have that motive to give simply because of that. Not because they really care about the people who are in need. Okay? Now, giving is not just giving to individuals. You could also give for cause. If you believe in a cause, okay, someone is operating a movement, okay, they're operating an organization, they have a business that is promoting a certain cause or agenda, something that you personally believe in, okay, you can give to charity, you can give to these organizations as charity, Even though it may not be a charitable cause in the sense that they're directly giving somebody something, it could be that you want to support that movement. Whether it's a political movement, it's a cultural movement, it's a social movement, it's a spiritual movement, it's an educational movement. It doesn't matter. You believe in that cause. Whatever these people are doing, you believe in what they're doing. The same thing. I'm doing a podcast. You could say, hey, I like what Tika Taylor is doing and I want to support her. I want to give her a donation. You're free to do that. You can support people and organizations and, and, you know, and businesses that are doing things that you like. And one of the ways that you support businesses is to buy from them. If this business is helping the poor, if this business is giving resources to people who don't have. They're creating something that's going to help stabilize the community or uplift the community in some way. Okay, you support them by buying from them, by telling other people about what they're doing so other people can support them. So being a blessing is not just giving things. It could be just giving your support. You're going to give your support. Your support is a blessing. You can give your resources, not just your money. You know, maybe you have something that you can contribute to the people. Maybe you have paper that they need. Maybe you have, you know, uh, um, paintings that you drew that they need. Maybe you could volunteer your time. Your time is a resource, a valuable resource. You can give to this organization. You can donate to them your time, your resources, your money. Your attention, your energy. So being a blessing is not just giving to individuals. You could also give organizations, profits, you know, for profit, nonprofit. It doesn't matter. All right. So we're talking about being a blessing. So there's many ways that you could be a blessing to different people and different organizations, different movements, even governments. You can be a blessing to a government, a body of government, a group of people that runs you know, the government, you're not, government is not a thing. Government is consists of people. You can support a government and what they're doing because you like what they're doing or you want them to implement certain things and you want to support them. You can help. You could be a blessing to them. 
Blessing is when you're contributing something to someone that they're not earning. They're not asking you for, you know, they can ask you for a blessing or you could just be a blessing because you want to be a blessing. Doesn't matter. The point is that you're practicing the law of reciprocity. You're giving. Obviously, somebody is giving you. Something is giving you. You're putting something out there and you're getting something in return. That's a blessing. All right. So you want to make sure that you become a blessing to other people. And how you do that is to give. You give not just your money, not just your resources, but your time, your affection, your love, your commitment, your loyalty. You can give that as well. You can give that as well. It's very important to practice reciprocity. A lot of people are so stuck on taking. They want to take all the time. They want to take, 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 take. They want to just herd. They want to just hoard everything. They want to just keep everything to themselves. And they don't want to be generous. They don't want to be kind. They don't want to share. And being a blessing is simply sharing what you have. You don't have to go into debt to be a blessing because a blessing shouldn't be a strain. Being a blessing shouldn't be a problem. It shouldn't harm you. When you have to get something and you have to be the person that pays for it, meaning that is that your expense is creating some type of problem for you or deficiency, you're being deprived of something, you, it makes you uncomfortable, then it's a problem. Okay, you shouldn't have to hurt yourself to help somebody else. Shouldn't it shouldn't have to happen that way. Okay, you cannot give your last penny. If that's all you have, you shouldn't give it. If it's going to cause a problem for you, you shouldn't give it. That's just the bottom line. Being a blessing sh- should be easy. You know what I'm saying? I have extra shoes. I can give it away. I'm going to give it away. But I'm not going to take the shoes off my feet and give it away to somebody. And I'm going to be walking barefoot and blistered foot. It makes no sense. Charity starts at home. So you always have to be a blessing to yourself first. And you have to allow other people to be a blessing to you. Receive that blessing. Utilize that blessing to make yourself a better person. Put yourself in a better position. And once you do that, then you could be a blessing to other people. But if I'm homeless, I can't go around trying to help other people get housing. Help them get off the streets. And I'm here homeless. It don't make sense. If I'm sick in my body, I can't go around trying to heal everybody and I'm neglecting my own health. If I have a family, I have to take care of my family first, my husband and my children. I can't go practice charity, helping other people's children, helping other people's husband, and I'm not helping my family. That's hypocritical. Charity starts at home. You have to be willing to work To make yourself better first. You always have to secure yourself. That is the law of self-preservation. That is the first law of self-preservation. You have to take care of yourself first. Be a blessing to yourself. Allow others to be a blessing to you. And then you can share your blessing. That's just the way it works. Okay. A lot of people get caught up. Okay, they neglect themselves. They ignore themselves. They abuse themselves. They exploit themselves. <laughs> you know, while they're taking care of other people, while they're, you know, just providing everything for other people, while they're giving all their resources away. You can't do that. 
You can't do that. The law of self-preservation say that you have to take care of yourself first. That's not being selfish. That's being very thoughtful of your own needs. Now, once you take care of yourself, you secure your well-being. You secure your future. You secure your health. Then you can start sharing with other people. Charity starts at home. I can't emphasize that any more than I do. Charity starts at home. You can't be busy loving other folks if you ain't loving yourself. You have to learn how to love yourself. You have to practice self-love, self-care, self-empowerment, self-sufficiency, self-sufficiency. You have to be able to do for yourself. Then you can reach out to others. All right? You have to start with self. And then you have to do for the people you love, for the people who love you, for the people who care about you. Because a lot of people like to help people who don't care about them. And then the people who do care about them, they neglect them. I don't understand that. But a lot of people who have low self-esteem, you know, because, you know, they want other people's validation, external validation. They want other people's approval. They already have their family's approval. They already have their family's love. And because they don't love themselves, their family serves as a mirror to reflect them. So they're going to treat their families the way that they treat themselves. While they are trying to seek other people's attention. They're going to try to get outside validation, outside of the family, outside the community. They want strangers to like them. Because that makes them feel good temporarily and they have to keep doing these stuff in order to keep feeling good so because it's external it's not internal so it's very important that we understand that we have to be a blessing to other people when we are blessed we are blessed that's how I started this conversation when we are a blessing when we have blessings we need to be a blessing to other people now there's nothing wrong with saving you know yes you can't give everything away. You also have to learn how to save. You also have to learn how to have a reserve for yourself to build something. Yes, there's a time for that as well. I'm not suggesting or implying that you give everything away because you do, you do need to save for a rainy day. You do need to save to build up a reservoir so you can have extra things. But everything's in moderation. Everything's in balance. You don't need to give everything away and you don't need to keep everything. There's a certain amount that you're going to allow to be able to help somebody. Just like that 10% that the religious people do. And I'm not advocating for anybody to get into any particular religious belief. I'm not. All I'm saying is that you can allocate a certain percentage of what you have as a blessing to allocate to other people. Okay? It's okay. If you make $10,000 a month, maybe you could say that I'm going to allocate $50 to give to a, a family who needs it. Or I'm going to allocate $500 a month to give to a family who needs it. I'm going to find someone who can't pay their water bill and I'm going to pay for them. I'm going to go to a grocery store and find somebody who can't pay their grocery bill and I'm going to pay for them. Or I'm going to find somebody who needs uh, financial literacy and I'm going to teach them how to save money. I'm going to teach them how to have a budget. I'm going to help them. 
I'm going to find somebody who don't have a certain life skills and I'm going to offer my services. Hey, you want to learn certain life skills? I can help you. I'm going to have somebody who helps somebody who don't have any career skills and I can offer them, hey, I can teach you how to type. I could teach you how to operate certain machines. I could teach you how to have certain skills so you can go get a job that can offer you a living wage. It's each one teach one. That's what a blessing is about. A blessing is not just giving material things, like I said. It's also about giving information, teaching people, giving them skills, giving them resources that they can have to be able to have a better life. Okay, because if each one teach one, each one love one, this world would be a better place. We don't have to wait for the government to transform this community. Our community is our community. We live in it. We have to be the one to invest ourselves in the community, in the, you know, in the family. You have to be the one to invest in your family. You have to be a blessing to your children, be a blessing to your brothers and your sisters your cousins, your grandparents, your uncles, your aunts. Be a blessing. If you have all this money, you you know what I'm saying? You're making $90,000 a year. You have little cousins. You have people in your family that don't have. Help them. I'm not saying give them a hand to make them dependent on you. I'm not saying give them to make them, you know, just don't want to do nothing. But help them to help themselves if they choose to accept your help. This is what I'm talking about. Help them to help themselves. But unfortunately, we do have some families who have wealth in the family. But yet they're not helping other family members learn how to build wealth. They know how to make millions. But yet they have family members who are starving. They have family members who are homeless. They have family members who cannot provide their basic needs. This makes no sense. Now, if you are in a position that you can offer your family a blessing, please help them. Now, if they don't want that blessing, then that's something else. If they reject it, that's something else. But at least you offer. At least you offer. Now, if you have a single parent in your family, Volunteer to help those children. Take one of those kids, not physically take them, but choose one of the children to be able to help. Say, hey, each family member take a child. Hey, I will help little Tommy. I'll help little Betty. i help little Aaron. And help them, help that single mother buy clothes for those kids. Help that single mother put food on the table. Let it be a community effort to make sure those kids are provided for. If you don't want to give the mother anything, take those kids and bring them to your house sometimes. Show them how you have a two-parent family if you're in a two-parent family relationship. Take them to Disney World. Help them learn how to read. It takes a village to raise children. It takes a village to raise a child. So a lot of people have this thing, well, I'm going to do for me. It's all about me, myself, and I. No, you have to be community-orientated, family-orientated. You have to be able to reach out and help. 
Okay, the law of reciprocity. When you give, expect to get back. When you take, expect to give. That's just the way the law works. A lot of people don't want to be a blessing. They want to sit there and talk about people. They want to talk about people. Instead of them trying to help people, they want to sit there and talk about people. Look down on people. Disrespect people. Talk bad about people. That's what they want to do. You know, a lot of people have this mindset, well, I did it, why they can't do it? There's a million reasons why they they didn't have the opportunity that you had. There's a million reasons why they couldn't do it. Now, again, you're not trying to make anybody dependent on you. You're not trying to put a band-aid over the problem. You're trying to help. And if your help is, this is what you can do to help this person and they're willing to help themselves, why not? Why not? Now, there's a difference between charity and giving with the intent of of, of getting something back. When you do charity, you're not expecting anything back. That's the difference. When you are giving somebody something to be a blessing to them, you're doing charity. Charity, you don't expect that person to give you nothing in return. That's it. You're giving them just to be giving them. Now, if you're giving them because you want them to give you something back, that's not charity. You want them to practice the law of reciprocity. You want you want to give and a take. You want to establish a relationship with this person so they can give you and you can give them and you all go back and forth. That's one thing. But when you're practicing charity, you're giving without expecting anything back. This person doesn't owe you anything. The only thing they owe you is just gratitude and thank you and appreciation. That's it. Thank you. And they owe you to use whatever it is that you give them in a wise way. They don't, you know, they're not supposed to waste what you gave. That's a waste. They owe you that much. They have to appreciate what you gave them and not waste it and use it wisely. That's all. But they don't owe you anything back in return. And some people give just to get back they give because they want something back and they get mad when people don't give them nothing back but you have to understand that you're practicing charity you're being a blessing to someone you're not expecting them to give you anything in return that's a whole nother ball game when you give to get back that's something else you're in a relationship now charity is not a relationship it's a one way thing it's not a two way thing all right, so if you're helping your sister kids, don't don't expect your sister to help you with, with your kids because you're doing charity. Now, if you have a relationship with your sister, you have an agreement with her, hey, I'm going to help you with your children and you're going to help me with mine. That's an agreement. That's the law of reciprocity is give and take. But when you are doing charity, when you're just being a blessing, it's unconditional. It's like I'm going to give you unconditionally. You know, I'm going to give you this much. It's conditional how much I'm going to give you. It's conditional how much I'm going to do for you. It's unconditional in terms of you don't have to pay me back. I'm not looking for you to pay me back. That is what is meant by charity. And a lot of people don't understand. They really don't understand the law of charity. 
Charity is just giving from the heart. That's it. Give from your heart unconditionally. Be a blessing to someone else. The same way that you receive blessings, be a blessing to someone else. Because a lot of people love to say, I'm blessed. Oh, I'm blessed. Highly favored. I'm blessed. Perfect. Then you are in a position to be a blessing to somebody else. It's as simple as that. You are now in a position to be a blessing to someone else. Okay? Be a blessing to someone else. Make a plan. If you want to be a blessing to someone else, make a plan. You don't randomly be a blessing to people. Sometimes you can randomly be a blessing to people. If you're walking down the street and someone come and you see they visibly look homeless, they visibly look like they may be hungry, and you decide that, hey, you're going to buy them a sandwich. Instead of you giving them the money, you buy them a sandwich. Or you could tell them to follow you to the store and buy them some clothes. Buy them some clothes. Or you could go ahead on and give them some resources and tell them, listen, you know, there's a program across the street that's willing to help you. All right. Now, again, you always have to practice self-preservation. You don't want to put yourself in a position where you're going to be harmed. So we don't want you to get yourself in trouble. You don't go and try to save somebody that you don't know and expose yourself to some possible risks. You don't want to put yourself in danger. You're not going to take somebody you don't know and put them in your car. You're not going to go out nowhere with them. You're not going to, you know, um, be alone with somebody you don't know. I'm talking about someone in public place, somewhere where you're safe and you're secure. You want to help them. You want to, you know, hey, follow me to the store here. You want to help them do that. You don't want to help them in that way, help them in another way. Or you don't want to help people you don't know, it's fine. Don't help people you don't know. You can help people you do know. I'm sure everybody knows somebody who needs help. Or you can tap into your support system and ask, hey, I want to dedicate $50 a month to helping somebody. Anybody know somebody who needs help? You can do that. Or you could just give to the organizations that are committed to helping other people. If you don't want to go look for people on an individual basis to help. You don't want to help people in your family. Maybe everybody in your family is well off or they're, you know, they they don't need help. Again, helping is not just giving monetary things. You can also give love and attention and affection and and, uh, you can share your resources in terms of your talents and your abilities. It depends on how you want to be a blessing and what people need. But if you don't want to help individuals, you can help organizations, help people who are already helping people. You could absolutely do that. There's nothing wrong with that. And a lot of people, that's what they do. It's not just a tax write-off. A lot of people do it so they can have a tax write-off. No, I mean, that's nothing wrong with you getting a tax write-off, but you also have to want to help people. That's the law of reciprocity. It's a give and take. You have been a blessing. You have been blessed. Now be a blessing. It's very simple. Nothing complicated. Be a blessing to other people. That's all it is. And you could do it many ways. There's more than one way to be a blessing. It's more than one way to practice charity. It's not just one way. There's many ways you could do that. But just start off with making a commitment. Make a commitment. And every month, every two weeks, every three months, every six months, every year, however you choose to do it. 
Some people like to help people during the holidays. They wait till Christmas and they give people gifts. That's their way of helping. Some people wait till Thanksgiving. They go and they give people food. Some people, you know, wait 4th of July. They go and they give people presents. I mean, it depends on you how you want to do it. Some people like to, you know, participate in church and mosques and different religious activities. That's how they give people. That's fine. Some people go to different charitable organizations and they give. That's fine. However you want to do it, that's fine. But again, why go to a charitable organization? Why go to a business? Why go, you know, down the street to find somebody if you have someone in your family who needs help? If you have someone in your neighborhood who may need help. Someone in your church that may need help. Someone on the job that may need help. Why go deal with a stranger if you have people that you are familiar with, people that you know that needs help? Why? Okay. Now, another thing is that sometimes when you're helping people, you have to set boundaries. You have to let them know that, hey, I'm helping you. I don't want nothing from you personally. But what I do want you to do is help yourself. I want to help you to help yourself. That's definitely one way you can help people. Help them help themselves. Help them get out of that situation that's causing them to have these problems. If you can. If all you could do is help them with the situation, then that's all you can do. But if you can help them solve the problem that caused the situation, that's even better. That's even better. Somebody is homeless. Instead of you just keep giving them sandwiches every day, you can say, hey, I can help you get a job. Hey, I can help you get a place to stay. That will solve your problem because once you have a job, you can get a place to stay and you can get your own sandwiches. Like they say, instead of teaching a person, instead of giving a person a fish every day, teach them how to fish. They can be able to be self-sufficient and help themselves if that's possible. If that's possible, whatever you can do. And if you can't help them make it, maybe you could refer them to someone else who can actually help them help themselves. Because you don't want to enable people to stay in their situation. You don't want to make it easy for them to stay in their in their negative situation. You don't want to do that. You don't want to make it normal or acceptable to be in a situation and have them dependent on you. You don't want to do that. You don't want your charity to turn out to be a problem. You don't want to do that. You don't want to be welfare. Welfare is when people de- become dependent. You don't want to do welfare. Charity is temporary. Charity is not a lifestyle. It's not long term. Charity is short term. You want to help people because they are in crisis. People are in a transition period in their lives. People are going through a trauma. People are going through an unfortunate event. So you're going to help them through it until they get out of it. Okay? Charity is not welfare. Let's get that straight. Charity is not welfare. We don't want to get anybody dependent on anybody. We want everybody to be able to work to get out of their situation. Now, 
They may not be able to get out immediately because it's not possible. It takes a lot of things to work together to help them get out of that. And you could be one of the contributors of that person getting themselves together. We don't want to breed dependency. We don't want to do that because that creates a lot of self-esteem issues, trauma. It could, you know, it, it creates a lot of other problems when people become dependent on other people. Now, you have to have those boundaries when you're helping people. You have to let them know that this is temporary and your intent is to help them help themselves. Okay? At the same time, you always have to respect people because you don't want to be helping people and then being condescending, talking down to them or looking down at them or abusing them. You don't want to do that. You might as well not help anybody. If you're going to do that, you might as well not help. It's a waste of time. You're going to help people at the same time, abuse them, at the same time, exploit them, at the same time, look down. No, that's not right. It doesn't make sense. So you might as well go ahead on and stop that. Don't even help if you're going to hurt them in any way. Don't do it. Find somebody else to work with if you're going to do that. It's easier for you to just to give money to an organization instead of you working with individuals and you're hurting them in some way. You're 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 making them dependent on you in some way or you're immobilizing them. You're paralyzing them in some way. You don't want to do that. You have to establish boundaries and you have to set a cap that you're going to help this person for this amount of time. It could be I'm going to help you for a couple months. I'm going to help you for a couple of days or I'm going to help you for a couple of weeks or I'm going to help you just for one time. It all depends on what you can do. And it all depends on the person's need. The person may need you to help them for a year. You have a mother that just decided to leave an abusive relationship and she needs a place to stay. Now you helping her for two days, is, you know, it's okay, but she needs more help. You may have to make a commitment to help her for six months. Or make a commitment to help her for a year. You have somebody who just migrated from one country to another. And they're in a new country. They don't have a job yet. They don't understand the language. They don't have the resources. You know, you helping them for two weeks is not enough. You helping them for two months is not enough. Maybe you can commit to help them for a year or two. If you can. And if you're not able to help them, find other people that are able to help them as well. Okay, and sometimes when you decide to help people, you know, sometimes you have to have an agreement. It could be a contract. It could be a written agreement of the things that you're going to do for them and what you want them to do for themselves. Okay, sometimes you have to have some expectation. It depends on what you're doing. For example, if someone is coming to live at your home, you're helping them live at your home, but you still have to have some rules and regulation to govern their behavior. Okay, you may have to have some house rules. Hey, you're living at my house. I don't mind, but you may have to complete some chores. You have to clean up after yourself. You may have to give up certain things. You can't smoke in the house. You can't bring company at the house. There are certain things that, you know, you have to conditions that you have to put down It's conditional. You're helping them, but there are certain conditions that must be met in order for you to help and continue to help them. So it's very important that you lay down boundaries when you are going to help people on an ongoing basis. 
Now, if you're helping them one time, maybe there, there may not be any conditions. But if you have an ongoing relationship and you're providing a help, a resource, a service, you're, you're helping them in some way, it's important that you develop some type of rapport with them and some type of agreement or understanding so they can know what's happening, why it's happening, what is expected on their part. So it can be smooth. It can be no misunderstanding. All right. And the thing that we're going to talk about right now is we have to watch out so people don't take advantage of us because sometimes people try to take advantage of people who are kind, who are loving, who are helpful and supportive. And sometimes you may attract some con artists. You may attract people who want to use you. So you have to be mindful to look out for that. Okay. Look out for people who are not authentic, who are not real. People who are just looking for a ride. People who just want to just use people. Some people are parasites. Some people are professional panhandlers. They want to get something for nothing. Some people don't want to work. Some people don't want to get their lives together. They don't want to get things in into proper order. Some people may have problems. They have drug problems, alcohol problems, mental health problems, personality problems, defects, personality defects, bad traits. Some people don't have enough life skills or life experience. Some people are immature. Some people are hardhead. Some people are stubborn. You know, some people are just mean. Whatever reason they find themselves in unfortunate situations, they need to change in order for them to change their situation. Because they're not changing themselves, they're not changing the situation. Some people just make poor choices. All right. So we acknowledge that people find themselves in difficult situations for different reasons. Everyone is not in the same situation. We acknowledge that. Now, it's up to you to choose who you want to help. Okay. Remember now, you're doing charity. You're doing charity. You don't have to help everybody. You can't help everybody. You choose, you select who you want to be a blessing to. And don't allow anybody to pressure you, coerce you, harass you, demand, make you feel guilty for not helping them. You don't have to help anybody that you don't want to help. If you don't believe it's a good thing to do to help someone, don't do it. If you think there's something wrong in the situation or that person may not need that help or they're abusing your help, or they're exploiting you in some way, they really are not serious about getting help, then you have the right to walk away. You're not obligated to help anybody. You're not obligated to help anybody. It is your decision if you want to help. So you can be a blessing to someone when you have been blessed. It is your choice. It is your option to give people unconditionally to practice charity, to give someone assistance, to provide resources, to give them opportunity, to give them a helping hand, to help them get out this situation. It is an option. When you have been blessed, when you have everything that you want and you need, it is such a beautiful thing to be able to give something back. Practice reciprocity. Life is about give and take. When you give you expect blessings to come your way. 
When you take, you expect to be a blessing. You expect to be a blessing. So it's very important that we stop and we think about what it is that we're doing. How is it that we're practicing reciprocity? Are we practicing charity? Are we giving? Are we giving? Are we open to receiving? If we're open to receiving, then we should be open to giving. If we're open to giving, we should be open to receiving. So thank you so much for listening. Just keep in mind, be a blessing to someone else when you have been blessed. Thank you.